So, hello to everybody. Uh, my name is Larry. I am going to be hosting today's um, the Void Century secret episodes with the gentleman over here, MD King, and we have at the bottom King Recon. And I just want to thank both of you gentlemen for joining me today on today's special episode. I am literally so excited to just have you guys in the same vicinity where I could just talk to you and just ask you any type of questions I want because you guys have been in the community for for a couple years and you've been doing really well. So MD, uh, please uh, speak on who you are, uh, what you do and how great you are. <laughs> I just gassed myself up a little bit. Okay, okay. Gas yourself uh, up, King. Yes. Gas it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I run the channel called I'm D King. You guys could call me Zach. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing it in the game now for two and a half years. Started like April of 2020. Uh, just in the middle of COVID. Literally, like everything, I couldn't do anything. You know, COVID was shutting everything down. Uh, I was literally about to look for a bunch of internships and then, you know, it's just like there's nothing there. So I was like, you know what, let's hop into this One Piece space and uh, it just kind of took off from there. So I yeah, mm -hmm. got, uh, you know, I talk One Piece two to three times a week for the chapters, mm -hmm. theories, discussions, power scaling. I kind of do it all. I just channel where I get to talk about everything and people vibe with it. Yeah. All right. And then what about you, King Recon? Tell me a little bit about yourself and tell the people who you are and how great you are. All right, let me take uh, uh I might can, can I gas myself up more more Yo, than Zach? Was, Zach yeah, listen, bro, go off, bro. I went the humble route, so you yeah, did. Yeah, you yeah, yeah it's not like a prosper. I feel you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my dogs, man. Yo, first and foremost, thank you so much for for having me, man. This is awesome, and um, it's just great always to be able to talk about One Piece. Uh, but my name is King Recon, now King underscore Recon. Uh, I've been doing this for 10 years, uh, seven on this current one, uh, th three on the on the old channel. And um, it's just, it's a blessing, bro. I'll tell you, this is, y'all yeah, know, yeah, you guys went to N NY, you know how amazing this community is. And in the reveries and the discussions we have, I feel there's no other community that captures just not only brilliant and talented and skilled content creators, uh, but also the fact that we all vibe with each other. We all love each other. We all want to see each other succeed. And so being a part of that for the last 10 years has been a, a real joy. And I, I want to continue to do it for as long as I can. We're in the final saga now. So if you want to follow me on this wonderful journey, uh, I'm on King underscore Recon over on YouTube. Uh, it's always a fan of amazing time. I was about to say a fun time. No, it's an amazing time. Uh, for that goat raw fire peak every single week, baby. <laughs> yes, love <sir>. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything you said is absolutely true from the both of you. It's just, it's been an amazing ride. I think ever since we started to dip into the community, for because we've been, uh, we've always had this like one piece talk show type of first take debate, and we've we've wanted to always experience it and like jump into the community but we just never had we never had the inspiration so mm -hmm. that kind of leads into my next question because you guys are so solidified now and you stand you know at a place above others which makes you conquerors to a degree so I, I just want to king our names yeah That's right exactly <laughs> so I just wanted to ask, you know, Zach, where did you get the inspiration to um, not only start your channel, but also put out consistent content for as long as you have? 
Right. So I always say the the number one inspiration for me was Tekken because he was uh, he was pretty much the only guy I watched and even really knew of in the community uh, for a long time. So Tekken, I remember when I first caught up to One Piece in 2015 or something like that, I felt like he just had started talking about One Piece as well. So like it just like it was the perfect timing of algorithm. And like all his discussions were coming out. I just remember watching all of them. So I kept following him, kept following him. And then when COVID happened, the whole reason I got back into One Piece and, you know, started his channel is because, you know, we were not doing anything. So I literally started rewatching the series with my girlfriend. Mm. And you know the the ride of One Piece. When you start rewatching, you just start catching so many little things. Right. And now you're back on the wiki and you're like, whoa, okay, mm -hmm. I forgot about this. The stories, you just get so excited. Mm -hmm because the world is so big and there's so many different layers to it, right? So I remember, you know, just getting really excited back into the series while that was happening. And then I started rewatching Tekken content. There was some, you know, I, I caught up on and the man uploads daily, like 30 minute videos. So I was just like every single day I was watching it. And then at that point, I was like, I literally had nothing to do. I went to school as a TV production major. So like, Video creation is already in my DNA, and it's like what I'm interested in. Yeah, I could so tell by your camera, bro. It's just yeah, so absolutely. great. I got the proper, proper <laughs> setup mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, at that point, uh, like I mentioned a little earlier, like uh, it was COVID, so like there was no work for me. There was nothing to do. I was at home, so I was like, I'm really into One Piece right now. Why not fire up the camera and you know just do my own thing? And uh, so I think initially teching was a big inspiration for me. Uh, eventually, as I watch more content brago uh, was the second creator that i really watched a lot of and i saw that like more condensed that was a style that i probably mm -hmm. started enjoying more even because mm -hmm. it's just like you start to run out of time to start watching such long videos yeah. but yeah. yeah my original original inspiration i i always give the credit to tekken because i have much watched like probably days worth of his content mm -hmm. <laughs> What about you, Recon? What what inspired you to do what you do and to keep it going? Yo, first and foremost, yo, shout out to Tekking, man. That man is a goat, dude. Yeah, shout out to Tekken. I've been I've been I've been watching him for so long. Like uh, that 2015 period you're talking about. Like I remember when Bleach was mm -hmm. ending. Um, because oh, yeah. I watched him I watched him a lot for Bleach, and I didn't know he was as big of a One Piece fan as I was until he started doing videos, and, and we were both creating content at the time. And I remember uh, reaching out to him one time. I was like, "Yo, I didn't know you like One Piece, dog. Like, like we never talked about this." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no shout out to Techie, man. He's uh he's awesome. Um, but no, the person, I say the two the two people who really inspired me to start off, um, when I was in high school all all of us we had like those discussions in the lunchroom about the big three and i was the only one that was in the one piece so like we all talked about naruto we all talked about bleach uh but i was the only one that like one piece and so when i finally got my uh my smartphone i was like no nah, it's it's time it's time to to do at least something in the community because for a couple years i've been watching story seven mage for naruto and one piece and king of lightning for bleach and one piece so i was like all right i want to do what they're doing because I feel like not only can I add something, but I want to be a part of this experience because it, it just feels like it's so cool to be a part of this every single week, uh, to be a part of the hype, the insanity. And, and so I just, and the same reasons why I'm into it today, but at the time it really was, I just needed an avenue to talk to about anyone. I didn't care who it was about One Piece. And that led to me discovering so many other wonderful series uh, that I now cover on the channel. Uh, but the heart and soul will always be One Piece, and um, to this day, like I remember earlier this year when we had the the chapter 1043, 1044, 1045 stuff, 
-hmm. I was reminded of those lunchroom discussions because that to me was like the peak. I've been doing this for so long, y'all, like for so, so long. But the end of Onigashima with all of the controversy, the toxicity, the hype, that mm -hmm. was, that is what makes this weekly experience so special. And I think that's why I'm still here doing it and why I do it consistently. There's always the competitive nature uh, that I have just to wanna, like uh, like my, my boy Zach was saying in regards to, you know, wanting to put out uh, uh, great content, seeing it uh, done by different creators, just it inspires you. And, um, and in our community with so many talented creators, it's like, how could I not want to stay and try to do something in my own space? You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it's it's such a such a beautiful community uh, with so many different uh, incredible creators. But at its core, when it's time to talk about One Piece, man, there is nothing like when we're here for the Conqueror's coding moment, the Gear 5 moment, the, all that stuff. That is what keeps me here. And that's why I still continue to do it. It's, uh, it's so much fun. Yeah. No, I 1000% agree with you, man. It makes me think too, like, I wonder how many more moments we're going to have that are going to be like that within the future of One Piece, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. with the timetable that Oda put out in comparison to what his actual scheduled uh, chapter releases go by. It's like, I, I wasn't going to ask this question, but what are your thoughts? Do you guys think that this is going to end much sooner or do you think we're in for another five years or so we'll start with zach i think i think it's gonna be longer like i just feel like with the way the story has always been and how oda just likes usually like that's how the story is dragged out right like he mm -hmm. starts an arc he has a structure and he's mm -hmm. like this will be cool and this will be cool and this will exactly. be cool and all of a sudden mm -hmm. it just gets mm -hmm. super bloated right so yep. even though i will say like within the past couple of years he's been pretty consistent with like saying five years three years something like that yeah. right this is the first time ever where he's like starting to look a little consistent but if you just look at the timeline it doesn't really add up with how many mm -hmm. things that we still have to get through right so mm -hmm. i i think and i i, I honestly sincerely hope that it's gonna go probably at least another five mm -hmm. um i will say like i think the end of wano got me maybe the slightest bit worried because that was one of the first times I was like, oh, Oda rushed this for sure. Mm -hmm. Oda definitely mm -hmm. just wanted to get to get to the end of this for a multitude of reasons. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the timetable of three years. Yeah. He definitely wanted it to end at 100 chapters. He definitely wanted mm -hmm. to get Shanks in before film read yeah. you know, and a bunch of stuff like that. But I will say at the end of one, I was like, oh, okay. I really hope like this doesn't happen to the rest of the story, but mm -hmm. he's he's Oda. I trust him. He's mm -hmm. been planning this story out for over 25 years. So like, I, I think whatever the, the ending that's gonna be perfect is, he's gonna nail it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's also been stated that he actually extended Wano a bit because he was having so much fun drawing it. Yeah. And it, it's crazy yep. because even though he extended it in the middle, he actually sped it up at the end. Yeah, from red. So <laughs> it makes sense yeah. that I feel like Oda could go either way, right? But what about you, yeah. Recon? What What are your thoughts? Do you think it's ending soon? Do you think it's being extended? I honestly, whenever it was announced for three years, I was like, okay. So I remember when Oda was making uh, the Paramount War Saga. I'm sure in his mind, he must have been like, okay, uh, Saba Odi, Impel Down, or uh, Saba, uh, Saba Odi, Amazon Lily, Impel Down, Marineford, Post Marineford. That was 2008, 2010. So he was like, okay, that's three years. So in his mind, he was like, I can. This final saga is going to be just like that. Multiple different arcs. I can wrap it up just like I did there. It'll be three years. That's what I think Oda's doing here. Because there's no way we're getting like two arcs and that's it, right? So it's got it's got to be some sort of 
Paramount War Saga five arcs, four to five arcs um, really that we're about to get here in, in the end. So, but but I think rather than how long those arcs were, imagine that but doubled. So it's gonna be like yeah. six years, I think, honestly, personally. Six? So I think I do think so. I think it's gonna be between like five to six. Just just like Zach said, Oda, I'm sure right now he's on it. He's on his game. He's like, yeah, I'm getting all this stuff. I'm getting this all stuff. Wait until halfway through this arc. He's gonna be like, oh no, wait, I have a better idea than this, dude. Like, <laughs> like all the, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. it's. But I feel like he's. I feel like now, especially with the way things happen in Wano, because I think Oda himself also felt that too at the end, because that arc has so much. That arc is Oda to 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 his fault and to his greatest, right? And um, yeah. And and I feel like he's gonna look back on that and be like, okay, I gotta. I gotta make sure that I'm I'm good on this window for me and in, in, in terms of the way that I'm writing the story. So I do believe he won't extend it way, way too long. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give it at its minimum five, and I think it'll be between like five to six, personally. I I think that's but if it goes down to four, mm -hmm. then Oda's the pacing from here on out is gonna be nuts. It's if gonna be he brings super nuts. like four. Yeah. Super nuts. And you know what's crazy? I was having dinner with Farvision, Hidden, and Mosh. And we were, I, I asked him, I was like, listen, I understand that bringing this topic up is kind of like redundant because we don't know the timetable of when it will end or mm -hmm. when it will just go longer. But I was like, what do you think Oda's mindset was when he saw all of Times Square filled up with a whole bunch of fans in the West and everything in Times Square was one piece related? Yeah, man. From, from just your perspective, Recon. When, when you, when, if you're Oda and you're sitting there and you're just mm -hmm. like, wow, this is far reaching past Japan to the point where the obsession is as big as over there as it is here. Mm -hmm. What do you think in his mind he was thinking in terms of, should I extend this or should I like just keep it at where I was going to go with it? I, I think knowing Oda, he wants the best product possible. So he was probably like going back to old ideas and he was like, okay, is this the best it can be? Is this the best it can be? Because... I don't really see Oda as someone who's gonna extend it uh, beyond what it needs to be, just to make sure that like the popularity continues. Because I don't think that really matters to Oda. I think for Oda, he wants to stay number one for sure. Like he's addicted to that, to staying mm -hmm. like at the top, creating the best possible product. But I do believe that if if it's going to extend and that's gonna end up killing the product in the in regard uh, in the process, that he's gonna that he's, he's gonna stop it because. I'm sure that he also must have realized during what was happening during, during Dressrosa and Wano. And even though Dressrosa and Wano were two arcs that brought in a lot of people, I, I Wano's like my favorite stuff. I absolutely adore Wano. But the, what it was doing to him, like the fact that he was doing, he was having so much fun going through it, that's what scares me when it comes to Oda. Like he, him, I, I feel like him having fun uh, scares me more than, uh, or not necessarily scares me, but uh, is going to be about uh you know lengthening the series more than the popularity in, in the west if, if you see what i'm saying like yeah it would be because i feel like whenever you saw that video in times square he must have been like oh man yo this is dope let me imagine. make this more better than uh <laughs> than than i already imagined right like you imagine that he's he's in the middle of writing like because i know that he, they're, they're usually headed by like two chapters mm -hmm. so he was he's in the middle of writing the next chapter he looks up he sees that thing in times square he's like oh man this chapter's gonna be heat. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gonna be heat. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be some gas, bro. Like, Wait for this one, Oda. Yeah, facts. So I think that's the way Oda's mind works. Honestly, he just he just wants to make the best possible thing. 
Yeah, what about yeah, you, I think Zach? he's all about that. Yeah, I was going to say, he, I think he's all about the story, man. This is his baby yeah. right here, right? He's yeah. been working on it for uh... 25 years. I don't think much is going to influence him outside probably the editors is the only people that could really give an external opinion that changes right. his mind. Um, yeah, like I, like I said, like I think whenever things drag out a little more, it's just like he is getting super excited. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think uh, even though he has this timeline, it's going to go longer because I'm just imagining like Elbaf, like Vikings theme. Yes, this is the bro. like literally the main re one of the biggest reasons he started a pirate in mm -hmm. the first place yep. is because he was so fascinated by Vikings and yeah. the whole the story of them. So when we get to Elbaf and like you know Usopp's development there, if Shanks mm -hmm. is involved, that mm -hmm. arc's gonna go crazy, and he could just you know just like spend chapters upon chapters introducing yeah. new cool giants and vikings and like that's just what kind of yeah. happens right think about yeah, wano how many new people just kept showing up yeah you know kaido's daughter just pops out of nowhere yeah. like middle and, of and Onigashima. changes the game yeah exactly <laughs> like that's just it's just be like that with oda you know yeah. yeah all right well it's good to know you guys a little bit more i'm glad that we warmed each other up with these questions but i did want to dip into like the latest chapter that just passed so i watched both of your reviews and i thought that they were both exciting and they were both thought provoking and i wanted to bring some other questions up that maybe you can extend your thoughts on a bit more because i felt like i kind of wanted to hear more from both of you so now that we know that bonnie's father is kuma when we go back to chapter 595 and revisit the conversation between Akainu and Bonnie, which started with Akainu saying, a cold shiver ran through me when I heard you'd run away from the government, but it's all over now. And then Bonnie replies, you'll pay for this. Does this scene play a factor at all now that we know that Kuma's uh, Bonnie's father? And if so, why? And then we'll start with Zach. I think, man, the Bonnie story is... Uh it's fascinating see i'm not i i don't i don't think i have like a theorist mindset so usually when we find out stuff i'm just like oh cool that connects with that that connects with that and i don't really start to like oh but this but this but this right but mm -hmm. but the bonnie stuff like the amount of stuff we also got from her Viver card of like oh you know she the she has a secret of the world government how she's connected to that I, the main thing i keep thinking about is the timeline right it's like she was a little kid Kuma is her father. They knew Vegapunk beforehand, but then eventually she somehow ends up getting captured. Kuma then becomes the tyrant king. Eventually, at some point, he gets connected with the revolutionaries. So all I'm trying to figure out is like, what exactly is the timeline of things? And then waiting for more information to try to line that thread up because it just feels like a lot of different dots that they're just spread across right now. Mm -hmm. But it is definitely one of the stories I'm most fascinated by. Okay. What about you, Recon? You think that scene with Akainu plays, I don't know, any factor now that we know about her being Kuma's daughter? I feel like it it will, but only if it serves uh, to for her current character motivation. So what, uh, what I'm so excited for when it comes to this arc is we're finally going to be able to see Bonnie as more than just the glutton uh, eating and, and can turn other people into and and into an Asia that they're that they're not and that's that that's a plot point i came up from a fun standpoint like i know what's gonna happen she, she's gonna age i don't know luffy to like 40 or whatever that's gonna be the coolest chapter ever but um when going into her character that's one of the things i'm most excited for especially with the seraphim kuma rolling in uh i i wonder 
just how far deep we're going to go into not only uh, her and Vegapunk, how, how far does their relationship go in regards to, is it something as simple as uh, Bonnie just wanting to, to get back at him for turning Kuma into what he is? Or do they have something that goes all the way back to the Sorbet Kingdom? Like, could Vegapunk mm. potentially have gone uh, to them whenever it was Bonnie and Kuma over there at Sorbet Kingdom, and that's the first time they met Vegapunk? Who knows? But I am very interested on how this is all going to impact Bonnie's motivations in this arc, because to me, I think that's the most important thing. Uh, right now, we could have Bonnie coming out this arc the same way that Law came out of Punk Hazard, where it's going to add this this different layer of, man, this character is like not only really great, but there's a lot of room here for potential like really, really nice character. And of course, we got to get more of that in Dressrosa with Law, except this time, Bonnie's probably going to get all of what Law got in Dressrosa mm -hmm. and, uh, and in Punk Hazard in one arc. So I'm, I'm really curious on seeing how Oda is going to handle that from a character motivation standpoint in, in regards to that kainu scene i've always felt that a kainu scene specifically is him being a kainu and wanting to to get younger like because we, we know he looks much younger now thanks i'm going to assume thanks to bonnie's fruit yeah and, and you think that you think he wants to get I, younger I, I i i believe i believe i believe he did like i believe after the time skip uh bonnie did um or whatever happened after 595 mm -hmm. bonnie did uh, make him younger, which is why now he has a chin badger. Because Akainu, for me, post time skip looks younger than pre time skip, and so that's really? that's why I was yeah, I think so. And not not only younger, he looks more menacing now too, bro. But maybe 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 he's just a chin badger. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm like searching so, up pre time skip Akainu now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I gotta search him up now. Yeah, Hold no, on. it was it was it, it was it's just uh it's just a fun thing, and um and that's why like for me. Because uh, uh, head cannons and, and fun stuff, but that's mm -hmm. why for me, I've always felt like a kind of that that scene was mm -hmm. specifically for for that a kind of thing. But if there is going to be something more for it here, dude, I am all for it. Like anything that proves to elevate Bonnie and this whole Kuma and Vegapunk situation, I'm here for. But I'm interested in hearing your thoughts. Like, uh, what um what do you believe is going to come out of this? Uh, uh, not only the meeting with Bonnie and Vegapunk, but specifically how how the Akainu uh, line can tie into that. It's it's weird because from what we know about Akainu, he's this overly aggressive type of dictator, and he has a sense of justice that's at, you know absolute. It's not dark justice like Luchi's or the CP9s, right? It's just mm -hmm. absolute justice. So anything that gets in the way of justice, he's destroying. And the fact that he used the terms. It sent a shiver down uh, through me. It's like, this is a guy that was, he takes no nonsense. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like nothing mm -hmm. really scares him. He saw Whitebeard and said, oh, this is the strongest man in the show. Not anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing mm -hmm. that really scares him. So it's like, so what scares a Kainu? And it has to be something that's relatively uh, in contrast to that absolute justice. And mm -hmm. what's powerful enough to, you know be a challenge to that and it's possibly the end of the world government to mm. a degree right mm -hmm. so who can possibly bring an end to the world government well you would probably say whitebeard at a certain point but none of the yonkos were close i mean kaido probably was the closest because of the devil fruit army that he was producing and also what he is and the beast pirates were all right even though i think they were mm -hmm. badly written they could have gave them a fight more than like whitebeard pirates did but mm -hmm. I think it's that connection that Bonnie and Kuma, like uh, Zach said, has that connection to Vegapunk. So me personally, which I'm going to ask you guys in a little bit, 
I think Vegapunk is probably the most powerful person in the show. And it's probably not even close. And the fact that Bonnie and Kuma or Kuma has this relationship that we just don't know of. Akainu knowing that probably Bonnie is Kuma's daughter. They, she probably knows something too that can mm-hmm. uh, wreck havoc on that absolute justice. Or like turn nations upside down to where they're like revolting the way mm-hmm. Lulucia did. So it, it, I just think that it, it's a chain reaction from Bonnie, but it's not Bonnie mm. herself. She just starts the the, the snowball mm. and then it gets bigger. Okay. So I don't know. That's kind of what I think. But I just found mm. it interesting because I'm just like, this this man would never say that, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he did. So that's interesting. So my next question was, I kind of want to dig deeper into like your psyches. Like I want to know where your morality gauge is at. So we have Dr. Vegapunk, right? He's creating all these crazy weapons. He has all these crazy uh, inventions and they're 500 years into the future from normal society right now in One Piece. Do you believe regardless of where he stands, good or evil, should he be taken out? And I'm gonna slide it to recon on that one. So uh, one more time for for, uh, the, the last part of the question, it was cutting out a little bit. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. Regardless of Vegapunk being good or evil, should mm-hmm. he be taken out? Yeah, I would say regardless and uh, of whether like Vegapunk ends up being a disaster to, to the One Piece verse, I don't I don't think so. I, I don't think so because I feel like at, at this point, when somebody with Vegapunk's brain at the very like, so I'm, I'm looking at this from like a, a creator's uh, standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. And um. For for me, re- regardless of what Vegapunk has done, and and uh, I don't know how long he's been living. I don't know if it's been like 800, 500, 400, whatever it is. I feel like what whatever the Straw Hats are about to do to him, or about to like do here, is about to significantly change that. Um, that as they do every other person that they've ever come across in, in the show. And so for me, it's it's just like every other aspect of the series, and the thing that Luffy continues to. Uh, to showcase us through these characters especially through the straw hats is not caring about what happened before they got to the island like now they can be a different person and i feel like now if vegapunk regardless of the way that he ends up being uh before or even now as we currently are in the arc i feel like after meeting the straw hats that is going to be the version of dr vegapunk mm-hmm. that uh oda's going to want us to see and so whether whether that's a good a good individual or the worst atrocity to mankind um I I I I would honestly keep him alive because uh, it, because the thing is right like I'm for it's it's hard for me to answer those questions because I love evil characters mm-hmm. and I want them to stay in, in alive in in the series of One Piece like I I love uh, even though it almost always goes into the into the gray side uh, but they all they're always so much fun so if Vegapunk ends up being like a doflamingo chaotic uh, individual I'm all down for that um, but as far as like would I personally like do it myself. I wouldn't because I see. Have you guys watched Bleach? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Zach, have you, have you watched Bleach? I'm well, not, they, I'm not not the entirety. Okay, gotcha. So there's a character in Bleach called Mayuri Kurotsuchi, and Mayuri falls definitely on 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 a on, on a very weird side of the spectrum there. And it I does. feel like and I feel like even Mayuri, for me, I would keep alive because of how much he does to benefit the individuals in that show. As even though he does many things that are considered evil, 
there are so many things that he does that are that benefit mankind that mm -hmm. he would have to stay alive. And I feel like Vegapunk's the same way. Where e if, even if Vegapunk's experiments have done some sort of bad, whether it be to the planet or to the people, it, what he's done has also benefited a bunch of individuals as well. So I, I, I don't think I would kill him, just uh, me personally, because I, I see a lot of my Yuri in him. Okay. What about you, Zach? Where, what is your morality gauge at on this? You take him out? Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with Recon. Recon spoke more to, like, I feel like the narrative side of, like, how much Vegapunk adds to the story. If we were, like, think about Vegapunk almost essentially in the real world where you have this absolute genius that is just going to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, and you don't know when they're going to push too far, I still think you just let that person thrive because... Like Recon said, they're just going to benefit the overall society more until that moment, right? And you're just yeah. going to, I feel like you have to take that risk when it comes to, when it comes to geniuses like that. You have to let them flow. And, you know, like, I feel like part of why that the world moves forward and progresses is because you have all of these people that act differently that are are beyond like the normal person in terms of you know their innovations and stuff like that sometimes they get a little crazy and uh you know set us back a little bit but uh i think i think for the most part what you do is you trust uh i think you have to trust the human good that that will come through and if not you gotta snipe them when it when it that's goes right wrong. yeah <laughs> you, you, you gotta buster call them or the lucy yeah, when, or when it goes wrong you can snipe them then but until that's then right. let, them, let the man thrive let the man thrive that's right yeah yeah there's a reason why instant messenger sama still has an lucia vegapunk yeah. it's like a, <laughs> you called him instant messenger sama <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, i i can't help it like because whenever, whenever it was first introduced in 908 the translation remember that i read it was it said m so it, it didn't say emu so yeah, i was no, like it was okay. that's what it, it was, was M, right exactly right so i was like m like instant, <laughs> like instant messenger <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been stuck like that ever since man that's all i call him yo instant the messenger. name fits because if he like let's say like that's indeed uranus right Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's just using instant messenger right like mm -hmm. to use it yeah like to some degree yeah no exactly he's like he's sending instant messages to uranus <laughs> like yo just do it <laughs> just do it <laughs> execute them <laughs> so i'm gonna push back on both of y'all man i think you take them out okay i think you, you think take them right off the bat i think you take them I, listen so we got vegapunk right mm -hmm. and he's capable of doing everything but we know his limitations is resources. He, he, he expands his resources. He doesn't have enough of it, right? There, there's never enough because mm -hmm. his mind is just so developed to the point where like, oh. it, he, like he needs resources in order to make these things happen. If they, he mm -hmm. just can't make them without it. That was proven on Katakuri Island, right? He couldn't heat the mm -hmm. island because mm -hmm. he expended all his resources. To me, I feel like the man is making uh, Neptunians to a degree but modified and controlled so he can make an ancient weapon such as shirahoshi if he wanted to he can clone people's dna and i don't know make another shirahoshi or he can just create pluton which we know is a ship he's fully capable of that too as long as the resources mm -hmm. is there and i just feel like you got to look at it this way if we have three kaidos running around that's possible if he has the resources if he wanted to make a bunch of kainus, he could do that too. If he wanted to recreate M, he can do that too. It's like mm -hmm. this guy necessarily could build a nuke. And even though it's not used for 
any evil purposes. The fact that he's able to just make another ancient weapon, which can wipe societies out. I feel like you gotta put him down, man. I, I mean, regardless if he's good or not, I'm sorry. It's just you're too you're too smart and too powerful for your own good. And it's like Tom said, right? When we when we went to Tom, he was speaking to Iceberg, he was speaking to Frankie. He said, you know, Frankie's like, oh, I can't believe the humans are capable of building Pluton. And then he was like, let's build one right now. And then Iceberg punches Frankie on the head and he's like, did you not hear what Tom just said? He's like, yo, we're not going to build something like that because it could be used for evil, like evil intent. Even though when you build something, you shouldn't build it because it will be evil or it will be good. You're just building it because you can't. It necessarily doesn't have a, a morale or an intent from the get. It's just how people use it. And I feel like there's too many like bad people in One Piece, bro. Mm -hmm. Like there's bad people <laughs> everywhere. So I gotta take Vegapunk out until times get but better. Don't you think you don't you think you jump in the gun a little quick? Like just limit yeah. the man's resources, you know? <laughs> like keep a watch <laughs> over him. From to go immediately to snipe? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, I have to, bro. Yeah, bro, but, but but you gotta think about it, right? Like, also, Vegapunk, I would say, is like a, a, a just like um a, a power balance in and of himself, right? Like, you have the Yonko, then you'll have uh, the Revolution Army over here. But, bro, anybody that messes with with, uh, with Instant Messenger Summon, we already see what he does, right? Like, he's capable of literally nuking an entire island. So, I feel like if somebody like that exists, we need to keep Vegapunk around just in case, <laughs> you know what I'm mean? like. Yo, if 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 M starts going crazy, we need a we need an escape. We need a, a space shuttle to another planet, and I feel like Vegapunk's the only one on the planet that can provide something like that. Because because you're absolutely right that um man, there's so many individuals in the One Piece world. Actually, I would say we like the Straw Pirates would use some of that stuff for 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 things that aren't necessarily you know uh, seen as more uh, as as good, right? But in in the in the overall scheme of things. I feel like Vegapunk would be the only one to allow us to uh, like escape something insane or I don't know, man, like take us 500 years into the future, literally, so we could escape something like Insama or War or something. So it's like there's so much good, but there's also like there's so much bad. It's, it's a difficult question for sure. Yeah, I mean, let's say this. So what if we find out that the Uranus, uh, suspected Uranus, is actually not Uranus? What if it's just another Vegapunk invention? You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Like we got, yeah. Like, imagine. But still, the people, the person you need to take out in that case is Eam. Yeah. Like Vegapunk, unless he's in a position of power, he's mm, really yeah. not as dangerous because he doesn't have the resources and backing. If he's yeah. in a position of power because of Eam right now, mm -hmm. that's where the danger comes from, right? Yeah. I don't know because, to me. I know the ancient shipwrights on Water Seven built Pluton. I'm mm -hmm. taking them out. I'm I'm Buster calling them, bro. <laughs> You're never building this again. Like, I'm sorry, you can't have this. So it's like if Bezos comes out with like a army of AIs within the next week, you getting the you you pulling the Glock out. Get them out. Get them <laughs> out. Get them out. <laughs> it's either that or we gotta hire hire uh uh freaking elon musk to build yeah. his own ais right because that's what that's what right? pluton yeah. is they said yeah, they literally much. said pluton's yeah. only counter defense is another pluton yeah like what that might, that might be some foreshadowing actually uh, for, for later on yeah you think we're gonna have another pluton built oh uh, yeah we could i i, I would oh, imagine 
I, I, that in the final war, we're probably gonna see so many insane things that I wouldn't be surprised if we see like yeah, it's getting cool, crazy. Like, cool like yeah, the amount of stuff, like the fact that we're already getting like Lulucia getting destroyed, and that's yeah. just like a teaser. Like seriously, think about when we actually get to when Hoshi and the ancient weapons evolve. And I think exactly. when we get to get to that final arc. The power climb of these characters is going to be crazy because Luffy, yeah. I think Luffy will straight up punch Fishman Island and destroy it. Like, that's how crazy yeah. it's going to get. Yeah. Max. <laughs> so, let's say, like, each person gets an ancient weapon. But what fraction of the 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 armies in the show you think gets an ancient weapon in, in the final war? Like, let's say they're all three of them going to be used. I, I say Luffy Poseidon for sure. Um, mm -hmm. He for sure has that. Uh man, Pluton. It's like so Uranus. I think it. it so the way I see it, right? Uh, you you guys have both watched Yu-Gi-Oh or played Yu-Gi-Oh? I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like I've I, I talked to lads about this the other day where I was like, I look at the the three uh, ancient weapons like the three Egyptian gods. Like if 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 Uranus is really under him, and that's what we saw. That's the Wing Dragon of Ra. So I think that's gonna stay forever on the side of the antagonist now the the thing is going to be obelisk just like in battle city like who's going to get the obelisk because slifer's already with us right we already know poseidon and final war we're gonna have slifer but obelisk if it falls in the hands of or uh, pluton if it falls in the hands of the revolutionary army that's gonna be really key especially depending on what that actually is but that's when, when that's where we get into what you were talking about earlier in regards to two plutons because if the wg knowing that pluton's going to fall into the hands of the revs they're going to build one of their own like, oh, we, we can't, especially if they have the... No, we don't have the blueprints anymore, but let's just say that one of them arrives. All right, Kevin, I got you. Um, but let's just say that one of them... Huh? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be right back. Give me a second. No, it's all right. <laughs> it's I was like, good. yo, is somebody uh... whispering to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, who's Kevin? When he happened to <laughs> You guys, I want to quickly talk about, like... Uh, yeah. Both of you have been talking about Uranus as the, the weapon. I actually think it's the national treasure of Marijua. And what's that? Whatever the thing Eam just used to blow blow it all up. Because like Wouldn't that be I Uranus? Like, I mean here's the I like I think the two the only two paths for this is either Uranus, because that makes sense, it's like the sky, whatever, right? Hmm. But like the conversation when Doflamingo had with the, the National Treasure Marijua, where he said, if I had the Ape Ape no me, I could just fully use the National Treasure Marijua and stay in power forever. And I think that's essentially what happened with Eam. Like, for the longest time, he had the Ape Ape Nomi and just kept staying alive, staying alive with this National Treasure. Maybe the National Treasure Marijua is Uranus. Who knows, right? But, like, like that conversation, I just think it connects so perfectly. Like, he has mm -hmm. this monstrous weapon in his back pocket and he's immortal, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, like, anytime things start to act up, he's like, great cleansing, let's go. Just wipe everybody out. Yeah seven places started re rebelling just wipe all seven places out mm. and he's immortal like that is i feel like that just ties perfectly with the doflamingo conversation that even Agreed. if it is uranus then uranus i think is the national treasure marijuana yeah which is insane yeah when you really yeah so so I'm, I'm very sorry about that i had to go get the door no, that's <laughs> there's cool. somebody at the door <laughs> i tell kev to come through man we, yo, back. To. <laughs> yo, <back. laughs> one of these days at least i'll be like yo man come in dude let's talk about some one piece 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, just a, a real quick uh, fun fact. Uh, on the old channel, I actually had him because uh, when Gear 4, uh, the, the the cliffhanger dropped in 2015, uh, everyone was putting out theories. And rather than putting out one of my own, it was just me and my brother. And we were like, and we were like yo, what do you think it's going to be? <laughs> and it was just a fun like a minute video of us spitballing. But no, that, that was just a um, little fun fact from back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought the national treasure that they were hiding was probably in regards to what uranus could be but then i had mm -hmm. like this other idea and it was so far-fetched that i was like this can't be possible but maybe it is it was so my, this question i'm gonna ask you guys is probably i'm jumping a little bit ahead but it's the transfer of wills so in my in my mind when i look at kaido's devil fruit I go, there's nothing wrong with it, right? Mm -hmm. The only thing that Vegapunk considered it a failure, even though it was perfect, was that he probably couldn't transfer the will of the devil fruit into the, the smile fruit that Momonosuke ate. Mm. And now he's probably able to do it with the seraphims, right? So my mindset was always, I always thought there was two types of joy boys, right? So... Okay. There's the good Joy Boy. Oh, there's clearly, clearly. Yeah, yeah, there's the good Joy Boy, which is Luffy or the Ace or whoever else that you'd think would be in consideration. And then there's the bad Joy Boy, which brings the Dawn, which, uh, not the Dawn, but the but the Knight, right? And that would be like mm -hmm. Blackbeard, probably Zebek. Yeah, 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 like rocks. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's a cemetery under Marie Joa. And i always thought that maybe there was you know the bodies of these previous joy boys so there's like a joy boy graveyard and i know that's been brought up before mm -hmm. that when im went to the bottom of marie joa and he saw the huge straw hat that somehow um im was able to transfer some type of will into uranus of the previous joy boys in order to use it the same way like shirahoshi is able to use her powers to have control over sea kings so mm. maybe it's the same maybe you need like a joy boy candidate in order to like control uranus to a degree that's really interesting i i've never heard about that like i like you said for the comes to the joy boy graveyard you remember when um 906 dropped and going down towards uh, the giant straw hat there was like those seven little openings yes and yeah and mm. that was that was a big thing like that could have been the seven the seven generations of joy boy right and so that that's really cool. I never never put that together. So, so if, when you look at so, that scene too, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the manga, the hallway is lit up, the one that M is gonna walk through. Mm -hmm. But in the anime, it's not lit up. It's actually mm -hmm. the same color as every other uh hallway that he's about to go into, the corridor. Oh yeah, you're right. So it's yeah, super dude. weird, but that's where I always went with it. But that's my next question to you guys. Do you think that like Vegapunk is I don't know possibly able to transfer the wills of devil fruits into you know well just transfer wills in general and start with zach he's definitely figured that out because i think the the fact that the fact that he's created these seraphims into children i think is an obvious hint that he's essentially done what judge did right which is yeah. like i feel like he grew these people essentially literally from all of the warlords um and like if you look at someone like boa well like boa's bad exam because she, she does have conquerors but if you look at like I'm trying to think now like me uh, yeah like mihawk for example 
Like if he's able, like if he creates Mihawk and there's no, there's no Devil Fruit power there, then like he has to be able to really transfer the DNA to an incredibly like specific degree to that where Mihawk, like for the most part is completely recreated, right? So like, and, and I think like there's no way that he's only doing that with just their DNA to, to really capture the power of all these people with like Boa and and uh and kuma and maybe even crocodile some of the older warlords like like he's definitely maximizing the their their full powers to be able to be confidently replacing all of them right like if he's making just like a weaker version where it's like he's creating fruits that he that he still considers to be a failure that is not fully complete he wouldn't confidently put it out there and say this is the ssg like this is a man that it is so 100 percent where he's like where we see the Momonosuke Devil Fruit, which is almost a one-to-one -one recreation, uh, he saw something was missing. He's like, nah, that's not it. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, Recon? What do you think? So, for me, I think, uh, shout out to, to my boy Presno, um, who commented this uh, in last week's Afterthoughts. He said, uh, going on, on what Zach was just saying in regards to the, the Seraphims, um, I think the biggest indicator on whether the wills, not just into the Seraphims, but also into the fruits and all that stuff. And of course, is gonna come whenever we get the origin of double fruit stuff. But even before that, if we see the Seraphim of Hancock here on Egghead and her first interaction with Luffy is mm. a blush or a <gasps> Luffy-sama or whatever it is, right? like, like, like even if she doesn't know who Luffy is, she's like starting to feel these things inside. I think that's when we'll know if Vegapunk truly does transfer wills from one person to another. Mm. Uh, because if not, then like you said, it'll just be a thing of, oh, carrying on abilities, powers, strength. But if he's actually able to carry the personality of these individuals, uh, then that's for sure that it, we're gonna see like, not only in regards to uh, like these cyborgs, these seraphims, putting wills into that, but then we'll get into the origin of fruit stuff. And remember, in 1044 when it was brought up that the the fruits can can choose the owners then we'll we'll also get some more insight into that um and if that's true as well then vegapunk has to be one of the most broken individuals i've ever seen if he's able to put <laughs> wills yo in, yeah that's, all stuff. that's insane man <laughs> yo dead ass like this is what i was saying like the dude yeah. has to be probably the most powerful person in the show if this is possible because I was, you know, I was talking to the Discord because our Discord is kind of uh, really active and we're like sitting here, we're throwing ideas out and I'm like, listen, I don't, I could understand how you could take the lineage factor from a devil fruit or I could see how you could take the DNA from like a person and splice it and make a child into a, a guy or a chick, right? But I was like, in order to take something that's part of your conscious, you know, like your will itself like your will has been built up to a certain degree right like the reason why you guys are so great at what you do is because you had your wills challenged and you conquered and you only learned that through you know adversity and it's like those wills only are strong up to a certain point so like let's say like he takes mihawk's will during the marine ford war because all the shichibukai did have a dinner so I'm suspecting that's where Mihawk got his DNA taken, that 
you know, lineage factor comes into play. Or Boa Hancock did it when she was a slave or she did it at the dinner as well, right? Like some DNA was taken. But the fact is, if you could take the willpower from that person at that point, then that seraphim can only ever be as strong as that what Mihawk was at that point in his at life. That time. Yeah. So it's like get it man like it's just scary it's scary because yeah. now you're able to splice dna mix it with each other and then you just add mihawk's dna uh conscience into build something. the strongest character right yeah i think that's more powerful than an ancient weapon yeah no it, it, it really is yeah like we always joke around about the cyborg rogers but man imagine being able to oh, put something yeah. into a cyborg <laughs> roger you know what i mean imagine or a white beard or a kaido yo imagine we see uh, a Roger, a Rocks, a Kaido, and a Whitebeard, uh, Seraphim. That's that's terrifying. And they're all young. And they're on the same side. They, oh my god. They're all they're <laughs> all super young. They they all have this crazy ass ability. Yo. Yeah. All the show. It's game. Yeah. Call, just call it. Yeah. <laughs> just call it. Just dude. call it, bro. It's not even worth playing anymore. That's right. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why Luffy's ability has to be as hawks as it is right absolutely oh yeah. yeah because he has to be able to imagine to do anything that he wants to do in order to fight something that's probably unbeatable yeah beyond imagination like literally he's going to yeah he's gonna, he's gonna need to bounce back like things that are just can you imagine let's just say hypothetically speaking cyborg roger rocks whatever like cyborg roger <laughs> Bro, comes in so divine scary. departures anything so the only person who could bounce oh. that back is Luffy in Gear Five. We saw two conquer. We saw Kaido and Big Mom clash and create the sovereignty, right? Yeah. Imagine Rocks, White Bear, Kaido, and Rogers. The world's gonna break. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Game over. It's gonna be Toriko, dude. That's it. <laughs> the entire universe is gonna split. Forget the skies. Facts. Yeah. Yo, I I couldn't imagine it. I think it would be so crazy. It's so crazy to think that like we're in the realm that's possible because vegapunk yeah. is so abnormal to the series mm -hmm. and in a mm -hmm. way he kind of breaks it and this is one of the reasons why we talked about it um on the show yesterday that we think vegapunk might actually bite the bullet at the end of this arc because mm. a lot of what he is is going to break the show right mm -hmm. like we can mm -hmm. we like oda never puts it in front of our face as the hidden island says he's like yo the show has never been ran to the point where like oda puts gives us all the answers at once like he's yeah. going to extend it he's going to keep us interested for as long as possible and what's going to happen is vegapunk is going to bite the bullet because of that and there's another person that kind of was groundbreaking as much as vegapunk and that was toki and Toki mm. ended up dying because she was from dying. the Void Century. That's facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I, I also explained that, yo, we're tapping into like all the creations and inventions of Vegapunk, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, we haven't even gotten to the point where like he probably knows about quantum mechanics. In the One Piece verse. In the <laughs> One Piece verse. <laughs> In the One Piece verse. So that means most likely we're going to see some like some time travel things, right? Yeah. Oof. That that would yeah. that would be not that would be nuts. That gets messy. That was that yeah. could get messy. That could get that's messy. That's why. He, yeah. That's why she just killed off Toki. Is that, that time time fruit? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know where it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, whoever has that it. thing, whoever has that thing as their lips sealed, they're just like, yeah. oh, wait, <laughs> they don't want to get off. 
Oh man, I was thinking the same. I was like, bro, like he could probably put people in like cryostasis where like they can't move because they're stuck yeah. in time, and it's just in a glove. God, like man. like oh, it, yeah, like in his photon gloves that he can now mm -hmm. do. Photon gloves. Yeah. yeah, it's like why not, dude. Take him, out, Take him out, bro. Take him out, bro. I'm the girl, say, bro. Bomb him, bro. Yo, O'Hara had to go, bro. Punk never existed. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna erase his name from the from the, the books from everywhere, dog. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I think Hidden Island just came through, so I'm gonna invite him in, guys. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Yo yo. Hidden. Oh, yo yo. Good, bro. Hidden. What's going on? What's up? What's, what's up? Good, yo. Thank you it's for pleasure, joining, man. sir. Is he there? Okay. There he goes. Good, oh, with the devil What's good? Yo, Recon. Yeah, I came equipped. Recon, if you haven't <laughs> met Hidden Island, Hidden Island Recon. Yo, it's, up, it's Recon? a pleasure, my man. Yes, sir. Yo, how's, like how's it going? It's yes, going sir. well, man. It's going well. I was uh I was just watching some Better Call Saul before hopping on here. Nice. That yeah. shows fire. You're preparing now your I'm ready to talk about some, Yeah. <laughs> I'm, preparing, I'm getting ready to talk about One Piece now. I hear you guys talking about Vegapunk dying. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm uh I'm putting my chips in that basket personally. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um Hidden, I'm going to start with you because I have this excellent question and I think this is going to interest everybody right now. All right. So, Within Road to Laugh Tale, Volume 4, we learn that Zoan Awakenings have a major drawback, unlike Paramecia's, right? With a Zoan Awakening, the user could be fully consumed by their Zoan, causing them to become simple-minded. They start to act out of instinct and power. We saw Kaido ask Luffy more than once who Luffy was while he was in Gear 5. Now, we have seen Luffy go Gear 5 somewhat involuntarily the past two chapters in a row. Is Luffy in danger of being consumed, and will Vegapunk tell him if so? Yes, and I yeah? think, I think, I think it's only a danger for Luffy when he goes into Gear Five. So that's so every gear has to have some sort of drawback, right? Gear Second was his lifespan gets shortened. Gear Four was he can't access his his hockey basically for ten minutes after using it. Now the the big drawback is going to be this balancing act of like trading power for a little bit of yourself and that's going to be the biggest problem for luffy you know going forward and i think oda's kind of hinting at that with these like little moments here and there where he taps into it i don't know if it's like his personality is is going away i mean luffy seems just as much luffy as ever before yeah i can't imagine that even if joy boy took over i feel like it'd still be the same dude practically because <laughs> you know <laughs> so like that's true I do think it will be an issue though when he actually taps into Gear Five again because we have yet to see that. And uh, Road to Laughtail did clarify and, and to expand on what Oda said there, he was talking about like I think there was some line mentioning how the the user kind of loses themselves a little bit. Yeah. yeah, which makes a lot of sense when you look back at like the Impel Down Guards because yeah. those are the first yeah, awakenings facts. we ever saw. Facts. I'm assuming the whole thing with them is that they were just too weak to handle the awakening mm -hmm. and then the awakening took over and then they became mindless animals basically. So it's interesting to see like where this is going to go considering now we're getting the awakened zones coming back into full form and mm -hmm. makes me wonder why Kaido didn't use it because if it has anything to do with the power of the zone that you have within you scared bro he, yeah it could be who knows control yeah exactly oh, yeah <laughs> like, that actually would make a lot of sense yeah, like, like imagine 
Think about it. Like, if the dragon Zoan is like a, a dragon is like a naturally, and now my camera's out of focus. Hold on. <laughs> a dragon. A dragon is. Yeah, no, right. The snipe you. Pulling me off. Uh, that's Oda, Oda's doing. Oda's doing this right now. Yeah, saying, <laughs> so, like a dragon zone, like a dragon, you'd imagine to be a very fierce and like violent creature. So, like if you awaken a dragon power, I could only imagine that would have a lot of effect on the user. It would probably make Kaido lose control. So, I think he doesn't awaken for a reason, knowing what we know now. Yeah, see so if I can that's fix. interesting to take. That is so sure. interesting. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Zach? What do you think, bro? Oh yeah, I, I fully agree because even before we found out like the specifics from Road to Laugh Tale, like when Luffy went into Gear 5th, I was like, something's different with him. Like, yes, Definitely. he's having fun, but my guy is cracked out. Like, yeah. like <laughs> his eyes are bugging, okay? Yeah. And, his like, eyes are bugging. And like, <laughs> I feel like when he went to Gear 5th, I feel like we overlooked this a lot. Like he ended up winning, but he was getting decked still. Oh yeah, like, what? every he was attack getting just kept missing. And like it would be like giant form gets bitten, like mm -hmm. thunder misses, gets mm -hmm. burrow blasted. Like he mm -hmm. was taking a beating. Like it was just like yeah. you 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 gotten so much stronger, but like you you're just not mentally quite there yet until he busted out the giganto fist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like absolutely, before we even found out about like the specifics, which made it make so much more sense because I was like. What is going on here? Because it's still Luffy, but he's definitely not, like, completely there. Like, is he just having that much fun that he's just losing himself? That seems mm -hmm. a little too extreme, right? So, like, especially, like, you, the, the point you made about, like, now he's starting to just, like, randomly, like, show yeah. signs of Gear 5th as well. That's mm -hmm. a really good point. I think it's just going to play into uh, the drawbacks of Gear 5th. And Hidden made it a great point that every single gear is going to have a, some That's type right. of drawback to kind of balance it out. All right. Yeah. What about you, Recon? What do you think, man? Yo, yo, phenomenal points brought up, dude. I'm I'm genuinely <laughs> mind blown right now, and it's and, and and so the only thing I can add is just narratively, this is the best case scenario because we all came out of Wano being like, who in the world's gonna see Luffy right now, right? Like this this right. ability is so broken. Yeah, it, it's absolutely insane. So what better than him having to fight himself, like in the middle of, of battle? Is right? the internal conflict is over the external conflict? That'll be the first time since uh the marineford stuff but we'll see that like luffy's internal conflict taking the forefront so that for me would be amazing all of my favorite uh well at least a lot of them uh, have have this uh a lot of my favorite uh main characters have this or they have like this internal power that they can't control and they're trying their hardest to control it but there's something that won't allow them to and i feel like if that's really about to be the case with luffy knowing how he is this would be another twist on it and i'm so down for that to be what drives the fights moving forward considering like i said this ability is so broken that not only does it need a severe drawback but for that drawback to to fit into the narrative in a way to where it makes it compelling and that would be so good like luffy actually having to control himself or in in, in, the, in the finals um part of the series we see a controlled gear fifth who is stopping that dude a controlled no, gear man. fifth luffy you know Gosh. it's a wrap so nah, yeah, I, I love the idea. The idea is great. I, I think it makes sense. A lot of sense. I'm sorry to no, to no, go, go, go. Off, Larry. I, I just, I, I've been thinking about it lately, and I realized that Oda is putting a lot of emphasis on zone type devil fruits in the latter half of the story. Mm -hmm. And you know, now that we got the Nika reveal, it makes a lot more sense why. Because you know, from the beginning, we were told that Logias were like the rarest type, and they were like the most special type of devil fruit. And yeah. once that kind of got taken out of the the spotlight, once hockey was introduced, the next 
thing was mythical zones. These are the rarest type of devil fruit. These are the most yeah. special type of devil fruit. And then we, we're, we're seeing more and more characters with these mythical zone abilities appear. Um, so Oda is like putting a great emphasis on that. So I wouldn't be mm -hmm. surprised, you know, we just had an arc centered around zone users. I wouldn't be surprised if Oda continues off of that train of thought with the remaining villains of the story. Like I could see it very much being the case you know we have blackbeard still left on the docket mm -hmm. we have eam left on the docket like i wouldn't be surprised if all these major villains that are left are going to have some ties to to the ancient or not the ancient the mythical zones because these yeah. are at this point they're probably the most important devil fruits of them all because we know that they can contain important mythical beings luffy is very much proof of that that people from the void century or figures from the void century can exist now through zone devil fruits which is mm -hmm. you know that that takes them to a whole new level compared that's to right. everything else. So that's right. So, yeah. so that's the so, same reason, dragon is going to be a beast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, dragon. I'm glad I got both of you on my side, bro. <laughs> yeah. That same exact reason, dragon is going to be a beast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 going to be really cool because, like, um, now that Vegapunk's coming into the picture, we know we're about to find out the origin of fruits and like the will exactly what they were referring to in 1044. So if if that really is going to be a part of it, it's like, man. So you're telling me there's something in there that is actually then that makes you think like, how in the world these fruits come to be? Like, is it did they get locked in there? Is this other individual that's that's locked in the double fruit? Ooh. Like, were they punished? Were they locked? Like, what what is there's so many different things. And I feel like we're going to find out so much of that when Vegapunk sees gear five, like the actual gear five. And, and and then he'll be like, oh, wait a minute. It's info dump time. And we're going to be like, let's go, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a question for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we know how like Vegapunk is like trying to figure out the stuff with Devil Fruits, right? And we, we have yeah. Frankie. Frankie has kind of like seen Vegapunk's research and has been, in a way, it's I feel like Oda might be building up to a situation where Frankie kind of inherits Vegapunk's research in a way. Do you think it's possible that maybe at some point Frankie's gonna perfect the the artificial Devil Fruits in place of Vegapunk? No. You don't think so? That's not his specialty. Yeah, though, exactly. Like he wouldn't even be interested in it. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. he's just if... like, give me, give me the rockets, give me the yeah. clocks, like, give me the <laughs> next, like. He's gonna learn burning yeah. finger, guarantee it. <laughs> it's just from I love, I, Zach, I, just I love that. It. That man said, "Give me the Glock." Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was Frankie like, AK? "Give me the Glock." <laughs> I wonder if he'll use that research though, because he definitely had to read something on it, right? In Punk, it, not in Punk Hazard, in uh, Karakuri. Like I, when I will say, to that. be fair, he did come back with the 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 laser beam that is. Uh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Based yeah, on Kazaru. Yeah. 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 The reason I asked that question it was because that that must that must mean that Sengoku is experiencing the same thing with his Hito Hito, right? Like mm -hmm. if he was to fully transform. Mm -hmm at one point against roger or whitebeard because they were the epitome of just you know of strength then that means that he might have lost himself a little bit too right to some degree or even why marco didn't fully transform into his awakened state and i just wonder like how much is luffy luffy right now is luffy like 90 percent, and then he's now 10 percent nika or is he like 80 percent and 20 percent nika and if he uses gear five again does he know that he will lose himself even more and it's like how much are we gonna start thinking that nika is actually luffy or luffy is actually nika 
And I feel like I've said this before, like on our show, but like it's starting to intertwine the personalities. And it's probably why we think that Luffy and Nika seem so similar. And I know that Recom brought it up before early in a conversation, but it's the manipulation of fate, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how much is yeah. a devil fruit literally manipulating fate? Manipulating. 100%. Are, are, are the mythical Zoans only capable of such things? If so, are they working together? Like there's this whole other world of One Piece madness mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. haven't necessarily dived into because we're expecting Vegapunk to give us all those answers. But if yeah. he tells us right now that the time time fruit manipulated Toki into going into the future to help Odin discover Roger so Roger could then discover the One Piece, which would then go to Shanks grabbing the Nika fruit for Luffy to have in order to bring this whole new dawn, you're like bro is the show even written anymore or is it just <laughs> is it just fate at this it's point toki all yeah. along yeah it was toki it was toki all along she's the one piece. That's right. <laughs> so that's that's like one of the greatest questions i think i have on the series it's because everybody tries to compare it to bleach where like they're like yo ichigo was always destined to do all these great mm -hmm. things because he's hollow mm -hmm. he's quincy now he's you know shinigami and it's like mm -hmm. What is Luffy? Well, Luffy's probably nothing. It's probably all the devil fruit. And I don't know what to really believe. So I think mm -hmm. I'm on the fence with everything. Yeah, that I would... Go ahead, Zach. Okay, I was going to say, that I would disagree with because, like... Me too. This, this, was, this was a conversation that popped up once we found out about, you know, the, the Luffy having a special devil fruit, right? And it was mm -hmm. just like, oh, okay. Was this, like, fate versus destiny type of thing that was going on? At the end of the day, like... The freedom of choice and luffy's identity of like how much he like values freedom and like that is yes. one of the biggest reasons not only for his own dreams and goals but like if you think about like all the people that he's helped it's been liberation right it's been That's liberation right. of so many different like kingdoms and stuff like that like that is such a core theme of one piece i i just can't imagine oda would go against that mm -hmm. with the idea of fate and destiny i think so i think yeah. he's playing us here to a degree where he's kind of introducing how it all intertwines, but it's actually not what we think. Yeah, agreed. And and in that same line, it's not even um, freedom like externally like that. It's also the way in which he's inspired by so many things, right? Like we, sure. I, I always think back to Genzo in, in Arlong Park and how we saw the pinwheel. That's always my example because from then on, we saw everything that he finds interesting, he'll introduce it to his moveset in some sort of way. And Gear 5 to me is that now limitless. So now mm. instead of having to go into gear second to use Soto or having to go uh, gear third to become a giant or gear four in order to mimic everything. the animals, now gear fifth, he can do everything. And that's mm. why for me, only Luffy can make gear five what it currently is. I think if any other character had it, they wouldn't be able to do what he's currently doing with it. And that's why for me, when it comes to the, the fate conversation with Luffy, I still believe that he's earned uh, everything that he's been given. He's Absolutely. gotten lucky a few times for sure. So you think uh, that, he's, he's definitely earned. So you think everything. the devil fruit itself has very limited fate manipulation? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, I think there's a there's just an internal battle of like yeah. personality and will. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's not shifting your actions to really predetermine everything. For sure. And yeah. I feel like Luffy's will is so strong that yeah. nothing else will be able to conquer it anyway. You know? Yeah. Okay. I, I actually have a pretty strong opinion on the destiny thing. Uh, I actually touched on this before. I, I I had a what I thought was a pretty good comparison that kind of illustrate why Luffy is not simply just the chosen one. So you guys know the story about King Arthur 
and Excalibur, where he pulls the sword from the stone. So the whole story goes that King Arthur was, you know, he started out as like a, a, like a peasant, basically. And he wasn't like worthy of being a knight. And it was after Merlin meets the, you know, the young Arthur that he teaches him all these things about the world. And he shows him all these different things about how all the people and creatures of the world live. And it was only after that when Arthur went to pull the sword from the stone, it was because he remembered everything he learned about the world that he was worthy of being a king. And thus he was able to pull the sword and become the king. So the way I see it, it's like the same deal with Luffy, right? I, I don't think the devil fruit was like meant to just specifically find Luffy. And I don't think... Because if it was just simply a prophecy where Joy Boy was like, oh, I'm going to be reborn in this X amount of years and then, you know, the gum gum fruit will come back to me. Uh, why did he choose 800 years? Why wasn't it like 50, yeah. 50 years, you know? So, like, the way it makes me feel is like, no, there just wasn't anyone appropriate for the gum gum fruit up until Luffy. And the way it got to him was it wasn't like the fruit just popped up in front of Luffy. Like, uh, you know, it was it was more so that shanks found luffy and mentored luffy and turned luffy into like the ideal you know freedom seeking pirate he's the one that implanted all those values within him and at the end of the day when luffy ate the fruit that might have been a sign that like okay this is the one like the fruit yeah. chose him it got to him and then and uh that's why shanks even saved him because if shanks for whatever reason felt like luffy wasn't the one that was supposed to have the gum gum fruit he knew the magnitude of what that meant he, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he would have, but wouldn't he have just let Luffy just get eaten by the sea king and then get yeah. the devil fruit back, give it to the right guy? I don't know. I still, you know? Can you imagine that? He's like, this guy. This is like an 800-year prophecy, and this kid yeah, just bro. ate the fruit. Like, what do we do, you know? So it's yeah, like, okay. you know, he let, him, he let him keep it. He saved him. I, I feel like that was Luffy being chosen, not by destiny, but, but by his peers, by the people around him who recognize him as worthy. Yeah. Yo, you know, low key. I like the idea that Shanks was looking for Ace and he wanted to no, give no, him the No, no, I backed that. I, yeah. I really yeah. backed that. Yeah. I, I think, think he went looking for Ace. That would have been dope. And then he met Luffy and he was like, oh, okay, this kid has the same values, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Luffy ends up eating the fruit. And then eventually, I think what really sealed it is when Luffy steps up and puts his life on a line just yeah. in front of those bandits yeah. for, uh, for them bad mouthing Shanks. And that was the moment where Shanks was like, okay. This kid's got like all the value. He's got the same dream as my captain. Mm -hmm. He literally has the same core beliefs as I do of like, stick up to your friends. They are the most important people. And then it was really after that event where he purposely sacrifices his arm to like really teach Luffy a lesson of like, yo, this pirate game is not a joke. It's serious. Yeah. Okay. Let me give you this one final lesson, give you the hat to really inspire you and then set you on the right path. But you are... Like you, because of who you are as a person, were meant for this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all your inputs, yo. I, I love that I'm talking to all three of you guys. By the way, like I'm sitting here <laughs> like fun. curating, but at the same time I'm like fanboying right now. <laughs> um. So I I do have uh, another question, and this question happens to be a very hot topic type of question that we discussed oh, on boy. yesterday's episode. And we've been talking about theories. I've been talking to you about what you think in regards to like your morality and stuff like that. But let's let's dip into the power scaling a little bit because I want to yeah. touch all areas. OK, so on yesterday's podcast, we had a caller by the name of Terrence call up and he basically said to us that Luffy right now, after beating Kaido, Oswano. And with Luchi on his way to Egghead, 
that Luchi and Luffy would fight and Luffy would win hard diff. What's, What's your his name? <laughs> find his username. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't start with I didn't start with Recon just yet, but I'm gonna start with him right now on this topic. So okay. Recon, give me your thoughts. And does this sound crazy, dude? Luchi, Luchi's either gonna get so there's there's two things that could happen here. Either Luchi gets Bellamy'd, maybe not that bad, <laughs> where he gets one shotted, <laughs> but 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 it's gonna be pretty like Luchi doesn't want to see Luffy right now. Or if we go back to what we were talking about earlier with the fruit. If Luffy's, if it starts taking over and like that turns into the conflict of that fight, I could see it being hard just because Luffy's never dealt with that before. He's never dealt with like an internal force uh, stopping him from doing something. That, that's that's never been in, in, in Luffy's, uh, in, in any of his fights, right? But if that doesn't happen, Luffy's getting bodied. That's that's gear five Luffy. You don't want to see it. If, if he didn't want to see gear second Luffy, I know that he's gotten <laughs> swole. I know Luffy's on a different level right now. But this is Yonko Big D Monkey Goat Man, all right? Monkey Goat Man. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. And ain't nobody on the seas seeing him right now except for like a handful of individuals. And Luchi's not one of them. So that's my, that's, those are my, that's my take. What about you, Zach? Uh, yeah, I agree with Recon. Uh, but I will add one more point. Like, I don't think uh, Gear 5 is going to be a problem because he's not going to need it. Like, he could just... It's, base form uh, and it's over, yeah. bro. Get those facts. The Vance Cogger's hockey, like yeah. you don't need to go and none of We don't even need gear second. Like, You're spitting, dude. <laughs> base, hey, base form Hokkaido, bro. Base form can whoop Luchi, dude. Oh, <laughs> come on now. God. Like base form is going head to head with Kaido. Like yeah. Luchi, come on, man. Yeah. You guys are gonna hate me. You guys are gonna hate me for my answer. Go ahead, head and say your ridiculous I... answer, bro. Yeah, my re- <laughs> my ridiculous answer is I don't think I don't think it's actually going to be that much of a sweep. I really feel like people I feel like because because Luffy beat certain people pre-time skip, you know, pre-hockey, pre all this stuff, everyone's like writing off these characters as like super weak compared to Luffy now. But like I don't know, I'm a defender of them. I I feel like, you know, Luffy got 2 years, everyone else got 2 years too, you know, it wasn't just him. And I don't know, I feel like you don't get into CP0 for no reason, you know. Rob Luchi yeah. messed up he messed up big time. So like, if if my man made that big of a mistake and they're still bringing him into CP0, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a reason. We have all these zone awakenings coming out now. Is it possible we're going to see Lucci awaken his zone too? And that might give him the edge. You know, I don't know. I feel like everyone had a chance to grow, not just Luffy. That goes for Crocodile. That goes for everyone that got busted by him pre-time skip. At the end of the day, he's the main character. He's going to win every fight for the most part, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got to give Lucci a little bit more, uh, a little bit more credit. I don't think he's gonna. It's not gonna be even, but I don't know if it's gonna be a like a Bellamy situation. My 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 only thing against that would be because I absolutely love that. I like I said when when Crocodile came back, I was fanboying. I was like, yes sir, let, p- push my guy to the moon. I want to see my boy going in. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like same thing when NL comes back eventually, and and especially and Lucci. I love Lucci as well. But the thing is, is uh, Oda just got finished hyping up the Yonko so much that yeah, if Luffy exactly. that, that if Luffy yeah. were to struggle against Luchi, I would be like, oh, hold on, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like I was just told, like, okay. we we just finished boxing Big Mom and and Kaido, and so like, if we go into a struggle after that with a character that's not like known to be on that level too, then it would it would kind of be a bit weird. Honestly, especially with somebody who does not have a fruit that's like a Caesar or like one of those like really OP uh, abilities. Can, can I counter that with? Absolutely. Okay, so, yeah. So you 
so your point is that basically if Lucci were to give Luffy trouble, we couldn't take the Yonko seriously because of the power scaling. Mm -hmm. But in that same respect, we've had the world government built up the entire story. They are mm -hmm. pretty much the end game villains. So if mm -hmm. they're like highest secret agent security task force gets bodied, I feel like it's also tough to take them seriously, right? Mm -hmm. Because if CP0 is like the arm of the Celestial Dragons, essentially, mm -hmm. Uh, and, and then they just get smacked around and they're like, you know, like a villain of the week situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that that also downplays the world government too, on yeah. the other hand. So Listen. I feel like it's, I got you know. Listen, Hidden, you walling out and you, it's need, okay. you, need, no, it's all good. you need to stop putting so much respect on him. All right. I, I'm going to put respect on him until I see <laughs> a reason, until he gives me a reason otherwise. Listen, the highest task force <laughs> in the government is not the CP0. You know what I'm saying? They're the highest yeah, assassination man. group. When we talk about the highest task force, that goes to the admirals. And the admirals are- I think they have more in their back pocket too. Like, yeah, the, and like, well, we know it's Yonko yeah. over Admiral. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know that, but I, I'm pretty sure CP0 has more pull than than the admirals because they're specific, their job is specifically to, to work for the Celestial Dragons. I know the admirals answer directly to them, but at the end of the mm -hmm. day, the Marines, the Marines are a separate thing from the world government. The world government has their own stuff. The Marines are just their military. So, so you think the Holy Knights are strong? I don't think the Holy Knights are, are like, you know, stronger than admirals, but I, okay. I could probably, I would probably say that the Holy Knights are, you know, good enough to, to keep Marijo secure, especially yeah. they might be on the level of vice admirals or just normal Marines or whatever. But I think CP0 is the one that we have to like, kind of, we have to take them a little bit seriously right now because mm -hmm. we haven't seen them do anything in a fight, you know, we, we, we haven't seen Lucci do anything post time skip, so there's no telling. I feel that's like. true. I don't know. No, you know, I, I, don't I know, got you. Man. Like, I get your argument, but I feel yeah. like you're gassing a little too much. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I, I think Lucci is going happen. to be strong. I, I, I get your sentiment about like just because somebody loses to Luffy, who's literally yeah. going to be the GOAT, like yeah. doesn't mean they're trash now, right? Absolutely. I think Lucci's going to be strong. It's just mm -hmm. that, like Recon said, Luffy is like yeah, in yeah. that level now, yeah, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. especially when we talk about the CP0 and you had Maha lose to Izo, like, mm -hmm. it just like what they took each other out and Izo was like down bad already after fighting Kaido. Somebody in the same type of group as him, Luchi could be stronger than him, but like, you can't imagine, like, you imagine Maha like giving Luffy any trouble right now? Like, <laughs> Yo, Zach. Like, that's a good point. That's a good Yo, point. Yo, Zach, he didn't only fight Maha. He fought the drippy, the drippy oh, yeah, tie guy too. Yeah, yeah, dripper was there at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, maybe yeah. it won't be Luffy that Luchi fights, but I feel like he's yeah, still gonna do. He fights other yeah. straw hats. He's gonna people have said sure. Robin. That Me could too. Be cool. Me too. I, I I want there to be a confrontation between Luffy and Luchi, but not a fight. Like I would I would rather have a clash with like exactly. I don't know Luchi and if someone anything, else. I think, if yeah. anything, I wish think it shows how far Luffy has grown. For sure. Yeah. Luffy's but, gonna but be like. It, Yo, I just fought a dragon, and you're just like a house cat. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will yeah. say this though, yeah. on, 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 on Hidden's point, if we see a massive jump from Lucci, it would be a testament to his character. Like, this man spent two years getting mad swole. <laughs> so after, yeah. after taking an L, he was like, screw this. I'm going to go in and uh, and try to become the best uh, that I can be, because he did. We know Lucci to be that type of character. Like, after... He tried to be as, as strong as he, as he could possibly be in order to exact his justice and um and now to be able to still uphold that 
uh, especially with the way, and I guess we can talk about this uh, at some other point, but his current internal conflict and where that's going to go. Like that was a really interesting part of last chapter is that mm -hmm. now he's questioning certain things. So, and he's going to, he's going to need to have the strength in order to question. I, that's how every One Piece character, at least uh, up until this point, every One Piece character that's strong has the, the right to question, the freedom to question those above them. So, um, so I'm interested on how Luchi's going to play, going to be played in the story if he's going to have a major role and if he's going to play a major role then he's going to need to have the the power jump to accompany it but i just don't think it's going to be on luffy's level i think the only thing me. i want to push back on is like i hope that's not the case okay. i hope that the arc that we're about to jump into because luchi has like this newfound realization on life doesn't mm -hmm. turn into like a sanji moment where like we have to spend an extraordinary extraordinary amount of time on this character while we're missing out on all the more interesting stuff that mm -hmm. could be happening in the arc such mm -hmm. as when wano was happening instead of focusing yeah. on sanji and his troubles we could have got some you know swordsman action or some mm -hmm. sword lore for the top 12 graded swords of all time it's like that was kind of missed out because sanji was living through his struggles since fisherman island up to wano so it's mm -hmm. like leave luchi and pre time skip i think that was his moment the same way Anel, like, don't bring Anel back. Like, Anel, I'll fight you on that. Anel yeah, doesn't nah, need to come he's back. He's going too far now. He's going too far. Listen, bro. This I'm... always happens. He gets you on your, his side, and then he just keeps going. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't yeah. stop. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, wait, wait, what? Listen, man. I'm serious, okay. man. Leave the jazz music. Stops. Listen, like, I'm, I'm he trying to. lost Recon. At, don't bring back Anel. Listen. Like, yo, facts. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, yo, Recon. <laughs> My favorite yeah. characters are Anel and Ace mm -hmm. in the entire okay. story. But okay. I don't think that they deserve to come back. Like, Anel just... Dude, dude, he has all the moon and space pirate knowledge going with him. Yo, we could, get see, that like, his... we could get that from Vegapunk. From... Dude, but Anel? Eminem? Slimmy Slim, bro? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I attend the church every Sunday. And I'm telling you right now. It's, I'm good, bro. Let me keep praying, man. <laughs> Let me keep praying. Pass the basket like, uh, around. Holy light coming through on the screen too. Like, <laughs> oh man. Listen, you think, you think Luffy altered Luch Luchi's sense of justice permanently? That's what I happened with I, Neji and Naruto, yeah. right? Yeah. Got the. I, yeah. I, I think I think I think it's gonna be so interesting in regards to like that for when it comes to the potential altering of, of Luffy's sense of justice or uh, Luchi's sense of sense of justice. If it becomes a compelling um, uh, type of conflict with someone else in the island, so let's just say that CP Zero is going in and there's uh, like uh, we don't know where Smokers. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, Smokers there or I don't know Helmeppo, whoever it is. And there's this like one chapter conflict where we get to see both sides of the Marines here. Where we have someone coming in to eliminate Vegapunk and another one that is not in that same line of thought. It would be really interesting, uh, for me at least, to see two sides of the Marines on, here on this island with someone like Vegapunk uh, enacting their sense of justice. And if that would change any of the characters into one side or another. What do you guys think about that? That's so dope. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think that'll be so interesting to see play out because we haven't had that much in the story. We haven't had them come head to head, really. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I would love I would love that actually. I hope this arc explores like the different marine senses of justice because we don't have that many other characters on Egghead right now. 
Yeah, it's we just don't, mega punk, like, right? It's not like a big mm -hmm. bad that we have to like, oh, we gotta beat this guy. If anything, exactly. like the Seraphims are gonna be some issues. Yeah. I think it's a mm -hmm. really good arc for us to have a chance to explore the Straw Hats and Smoker and Tashigi, all just all these characters yeah. coming together. Sure. I I really wanna. I know that people are gonna hate this, but <laughs> I want Big Mom to show up on Egghead. Oh no. <laughs> 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 oh god please we're in the lava what's, for what's, now what's, man keep what's, in the lava for now what, what's, what's your reasoning uh, if I may ask yo cause the way she went out right was yeah. like anything else we've ever seen from like a conqueror she literally stated one she wasn't even beaten she got ringed out and then when she fell she stated don't think that this would ever kill me and then she just mm -hmm. dies and then the big mom pirates are gone the whole Wano arc but then they're shown escaping somehow I get it. Big Mom wasn't a great character for many people, but if she's written the way she should have been written, I think she would be super impressive to show up here. And then Luffy has to have that internal conflict that we might think might happen. And it would prove that, yo, it's possible that he will lose for sure. And Big Mom sort of redeems herself. And then Vegapunk probably gets taken out by her. I don't know, bro. I just feel like she's either going to show up on Elbaf if she's still alive, right? Or she's going to show up at yeah, Egghead. Okay. I would rather get rid of her now than have her on Elbaf. <laughs> but I, 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 but I do feel like her role would be much better. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, if it is an Elbaf or at Lodestar, whatever it is, I think it'd be better then, because then at least we could have like her character. Breather, right? We get a yes, breather. Yes, a, a breather. Well. Yeah, because I love Big Mom, <laughs> but we need a break, brother. We, yeah. we need a break. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see her with like break. half her yeah. body missing, bro. Like white beard, mm -hmm. and she just shows up like damaged as hell. She's like, yo, uh, I, I came all the way here. I'm like, here for it, man. Like Mecha, 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 be wrong. Mom back. Yeah, Mecha be Frieza, wrong. like a Mecha Frieza type yeah, thing. Yeah, she's like a yeah. Mecha Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the Luchi Luffy thing, I just had a really funny thought pop into my head. And this, if this moment happens, I, I just wanted to be on record. I called this, but Luchi pulls up to the island to assassinate Vegapunk. No idea that Luffy is even there. Did he, did he, he didn't say anything about Luffy being no. there. No, he they don't know, know right? No idea. So, so okay, so now picture this. <laughs> Luffy, uh, Luchi goes to to assassinate Vegapunk, and then Luffy pulls up. He's like, "Yo, don't like, don't touch her." And then, and then you see Luchi's face. It's the NL face, like the pal. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, that would be amazing. He gets PTSD from like Luffy being there. He's like, "Oh shit, no, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bounce." <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Oh, if that happens, great. I just want to put this out there right now. You heard it here. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that that'd be perfect." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, Zach, do you have any questions yourself, man, that you've just been sitting on? Where there's two Zachs in here. <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm calling Hidden Hidden. I can't call Zach. Yeah. Yeah. I call okay. Hidden Hidden. I have, to, yeah. I have to do a double take whenever you say Zach because I'm so, like, reflexive. Yeah. Like, I'm hearing that. Sebastian <laughs> was in the chat and he was like, look at Zach talking to Zach. Oh, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. I think yeah, he's chilling. talking about me talking to Hidden. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's I don't know, man. Listen, Luchi getting like no diffed, bro. In my personal opinion, mm -hmm. I think we, it's better if we saw like Luchi versus Smoker. Like if Smoker just arrived with like Tashigi, like you said. Yeah, I would yeah. like to see how that turns out because Smoker's been needing that. a dub for a minute, bro. I feel like he got hold all post time skip. Hey, man. 
I'm pushing more. Just this is still one of my top three favorite theories. Morge had that theory. It was like two years ago about Smoker becoming a straw hat. No, oh my God. That's this, not... no, I'm pushing this agenda. Is, All right, let me tell you why. Too far, man. <laughs> let me tell you why. Okay. So now he's gonna meet up with the straw hats again. And just like three chapters ago, the world government started their great cleansing. What's a better reason for Smoker to decide to leave the Marines than what's happening right now? At the same time, he's about to meet up with with the straw hats. I'm telling you guys, I'm pushing this agenda. I love, I love that theory. The I love is, that theory. The thing is, I get the idea. Like, Morge never makes yeah. a theory where he doesn't explain his thought process, uh, like, completely. So I completely get it. I, like, agree, like, almost to 95%. It's just, like, he stops at joint short of joining the crew. Like, why would he join the crew? I just see him as an ally. Well, he could just do yeah. all the are exact same arguments. Just mm -hmm. make the same sense. It's like he is one of the many allies Luffy's mm -hmm. going to have in the final war. Mm -hmm. Just just I, in terms of naming characters, I could never see Luffy calling him Smoker. He, he has to be Smoky until the end of the series. So he can't join the crew. <laughs> is that his actual name? Is his actual name Smoker? Uh, has to be, bro. Do we know that? Can you imagine that? Like, it, it, his, it, on, like... His, on his birth certificate, it says Smoker. <laughs> yeah, like, like, imagine, like, imagine naming your child Smoker. Like, that's crazy. That's, and then, that's, that's, really, that's really lucky that he got that devil fruit. Right, right, get that fruit, right? What if, had, like, what, if, what if he got, like, a candy fruit? Like, that would have been really awkward, right? That, that, that goes back to the manipulation of fate from earlier. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he would have to smoke on, he would have to use lollipops instead of cigars. That would have been yeah. really, really stupid, right? Four kids, one piece right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, real talk. Yamato is a better reason to join the straw hats than smoker is yeah I'm, I'm right there with you for that i i actually i don't know i disagree with that but i i don't want to derail this i don't want to derail this no I, I will i will just say that that smoker the entire story has been questioning like what it what justice mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. and every time he meets with the straw hats he finds himself helping them by the end of yeah. it and he, he wants to give them the credit for being the saviors and i feel like if the world government shows us and it shows him more more in particular that their sense of justice is totally wrong like you know mass murdering people i feel like smoker has a good reason to decide to to shift his alliances to the people that he thinks are the ones actually saving people i think smoker and got some weak ass will because there's like one percent amount of pirates that are good and the rest of them are horrible bro like stick your stick to your truth bro don't have a switch up but that's the thing, though. He's questioning that because he thought all pirates are bad. And now he's be it's being proven to him that, no, they're not all bad. The line between pirates and Marines is super thin. And yeah. there was that thing that Aokiji said to him that he said, you learn a lot of things about the world once you leave the Marines. And mm, I don't know yeah. why, Aokiji, why Aokiji dropped that line to Smoker specifically. But it just tells me that, like, maybe Oda's planting seeds for, like, Smoker to leave. And then if he leaves, where does he go? So like I could see him joining the Straw Hats, and that would be great for Tashigi too, because Tashigi spent the whole story being like Smoker's secretary almost. It would be mm -hmm. great like if if by the end she ends up getting promoted to to captain of that G whatever unit instead of Smoker, mm -hmm. she becomes the captain. You know where and that Smoker would be a great goes? Arc for her. You know where Smoker goes? He goes to the kids' pirate. Now you're gonna now now you just have to explain it. <laughs> Listen, bums stick with other bums, bro. Okay, all right, all right, gotcha. Bums gotta stick with other bums, bro. That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no other way around it. All right, so you're just hating. I get it. It's all good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 
but recon are you staying a little bit more or are you gonna yeah no yeah i'm, I'm, I'm gonna try as a matter of fact let me go ahead and send out a message i'm gonna try to stay until like 7 45 8 and then i'll have to go all right after that yeah, yeah. yeah i'm, I'm on until 8 too so i feel like that works yeah yeah so i'll, I'll probably end it around like 7 50 so oh, okay yeah man oh man it's so good um so i do have um I was gonna save this for another podcast that's next week, but I feel like asking you guys because we're all dudes, and I feel like this will be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. What are your top five guy foods in One Piece? <laughs> guy guy foods is that oh, a thing? Like yeah, it's like 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 like, like, waifu, like, guy, like guy yeah. characters you yeah. fanboy over. Oh yeah. Okay. oh yeah, man. Yep. Okay, let's see. Uh. Uh, I mean, on. Wait, Recon, you want to go or? Yeah, I was. I, yo, yeah. first thing I'm pointing out there is probably Croco D Isle, man. That uh, <laughs> that, that, that Armani suit, boy, oh, my uh, boy, uh, liar, you know what I mean? That's where mine's. My, that's where my mind's going. It's, it's all about the me? drip. Like Luffy's my the favorite drip. character, but like he got yeah. tossed right away. Like, yeah, yeah. He you got feel no me? Drip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In Gear Five, he has mad drip, but okay. Yeah, true, like, true. <laughs> yeah. definitely at the all white party. Yeah, uh, law, law definitely law. He's too fresh. He's too raw. Um, yeah, law croc. Okay. Um, Mihawk, dude. A mic available on a, on a boat, bro. Just 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 on like having no one else except for Perona, and no one wants to mess with you. Is that's just come on, man. That's 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 like the hottest thing in the world, dude. Yeah, shout out to Mihawk, dude. <laughs> and then on that same line of breath, shout out to Shanks. That's another one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. Sh- Sh- Shanks is too fire. And then last one. Last one. Last one's probably. Oh come on, dude. Ace, bro. My guy Ace be looking goaded, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either e- e- either Ace, e- e- either Ace or Zoro. Yeah, guys. I think they both look super goaded. So I'd probably go. With yeah. Them. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you, uh, Zach? Uh, I have a, co- a couple of the same ones. I think Law and Crocodile are in there off Drip alone. <laughs> Law um, and Croc? Yeah, Law and Croc are in there off Drip alone. I- I'm going to have to put my boy Doflamingo in there as well. Oh, Oof. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. one. He- I was going to say. Gotta, he's got to be in there. Um, And then a sneaky one. I- I'm taking Whitebeard. You know, the fatherly wa- vibes. You, you need a hug higher? sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So Is it Prime Beard <laughs> or is it like Old Whitebeard? I'll take both. Yeah. Either one, man. You like the Dilf? The Dilf? Hulk Hogan, White Beard, Prime Beard. (laughs) And then, man, the last one, I'm trying to think if there's like a, there's like a random one in there that I could, I could sneak in there. Zoro. I'll take Zoro. Zoro. Oh, yeah. That's, I feel like that's such an obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. It really is, man. All right, so Recon has Law, Mihawk, Croc, Shanks, Ace. Zach has Law, Croc, Dofi, Whitebeard, Zoro. What about you, Hidden? Who's your Who's your guy? Who's? Uh, Whitebeard, Prime Whitebeard, Prime Whitebeard. The the long the lo- the locks the hair. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just Yo. picked like five Whitebeards from the jump. <laughs> no, yeah, it's all five, it's five five different Whitebeards. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Whitebeard, Dofi for sure. You got the drip. I I I don't know why I got I got a thing for like. When characters, when villains or whatever have like fur coats or like those like feather coats yeah, and, and like for stuff, sure. I, I think that's such a cool design thing. And and I like Dofi for that. I got to give it to Shanks. 
low key, I'm gonna put Blackbeard in there because, like, you know, he's oh, not a. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> so, so he's not the no, no, he's not, not a handsome. He's not a handsome dude. Look, look, look. He's not no teeth. Like, bro. I know, but, but this man is the spitting image of a pirate. This guy captures the aesthetic so well. Yeah, he's yeah. got like he's got like he's strapped up. He got like three straps on his chest. Mm -hmm. He got like that's badass, bro. I don't know. I don't know I'm what anyone. Telling you, I don't care what anyone wants to say. The dude got two. He got a devil fruit in each hand. How are you scrapping with that, bro? <laughs> like, like that's 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 hype to me. So I I gotta give it to him. Um, wait, you said Whitebeard, Dofi, Blackbeard, and who else? Whitebeard, Dofi, Blackbeard, Shanks. Um, who would my last one be? That's a that's a tough one. I mean, I mean, low key. I I feel like I want to give a different answer. Otherwise, we're all gonna have the same ones. I I want to say law too, but if I had to be like Hold a on. contrarian, I, I might have one for you because I just thought about this person, Cat. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness, dude. bro, there the first scarf. I'm changing an answer. I'm changing an answer. We got Katakuri, and then you know what? Because you guys would think my Blackbeard take is whack, I'll swab him out too. I put King. I got Cat and King right there, bro. Oh, yeah, King. exactly. Cat and King are, are legends, bro. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot about King, dude. Uh, I know. Yeah. I don't know how you guys didn't know. I'm going to have to change Yeah, I was going to say. He's literally the most beautiful dude in the show. That's facts. Yeah, bro. Um, all right, so you said Whitebeard, Dofi, Blackbeard, King, and no, who else? Crash Blackbeard. Put King on there, Cat instead, and then Shanks. Okay. Honorable mentions to Blackbeard. He got the pirate drip. No one's messing <laughs> with that. It's all good. Like, all right. So, um, Rosanate. I think it's a good one. Oh, that's okay. a good pick. All right. I'm going to go Shiki, bro. I feel like Shiki okay. had mad drip and he danced in the movie the way he did on two swords. Nobody could do it better, bro. <laughs> Nobody could do it. Yo, the hair? Golden Lion Shiki? Yeah. That's like one of the hardest monikers ever, bro. Facts. Uh, King, of course. I feel like y'all really disrespected because y'all didn't pick him. But it's Roger, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Roger. Y'all talking about pirates? Bro, Roger was Captain Crunch before Captain Crunch came to be. That's facts. That's you know what I'm saying? Bro. He had like the yeah. pink little like sash and yo he mm -hmm. was just going off bro mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be real this is gonna sound crazy because i just cosplayed him but yo like buggy bro buggy's buggy's dripped hey, yo buggy, buggy drippy, got mad bro. drip dude yo buggy got <laughs> mad drip and he got the long blue hair now yeah yeah he i mean recently recently he's got the he's got the bed sheet for for uh, <laughs> a suit but you know yeah he got the veggie. I think honorable mention has to go to Croc though. I think Croc is probably yeah. one of the flyest dudes Croc out is there. Oh, 100 percent, bro. Man. Oh my god. Dog, bro. I'll never forget he was one of the first characters I ever saw from from One Piece because Alabaster was so hot at the time. And I was just like, yo, why does this man like, out there starting like the rock? Like just prime <laughs> rock with his suit. Like he's he's just <laughs> got the slick back hair, he's got the cigar, like yo, he just uh. looks so fire. Like, oh man. So so yeah, I think that he's a chick or nah, bro. Like was I never I Crocodile? Yeah, Stop. like <laughs> Crocodile Mom. <laughs> Crocodile Mom series, Listen, man, I, I, I could, gotta ask. I could buy into the chick thing, I just can't buy into the Crocodile Mom thing. That's the thing. Like I can I, I can you. buy it. Yeah, I can buy that. But it's just nah, the Crocodile Mom thing, no, not possible. Yeah, like, no, I got you. That's yeah. impossible. So you think he was a chick at one point though, for sure? No. 
I think it's possible. No, he, he said, I'll, I'll take it, maybe. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll <be laughs> <liking> it. <laughs> like, if it happened, I could understand. Like, I, I could see it being explained in the story. But, like, if, yeah. if it didn't happen, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not surprised that, like, that yeah. theory didn't pan out, you know? Yo, would y'all be upset if Sanji got turned into a woman and he was just, like, a woman for the rest of the series? I'd be upset. Yeah? <laughs> I'd be upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Low-key, I think... Uh, I think his gag will be better. Over I God. think the time... No, it, it's going to get weird. Like, it was already getting weird when he turned into Nami. It's going to oh, get really yeah, that's weird. Facts, dude. That yeah, is yeah, true. I forgot that about that. That's true. even more weird. Yeah, yeah that was you guys, weird. You guys know about the, like, the like, mascara. You, you guys know about the mascara theory? Like, the whole thing? No, what's up? There's a whole, there's a whole theory that, that's been around for a while. It's floated around. But, like, Sanji, you know how he spent the time skip on, in the Kamabaka kingdom. Mm -hmm. um and then you know after he came back his hair his bangs were swapped to the other side of his face so people theorize that under the hair he has an eye with mascara on it he can he can do no he can way. do death wink. he can yeah. do death wink. that's his secret weapon but he doesn't he use it. Out the death he doesn't wink, use it i'm not gonna lie i'll be hyped yeah like, like, <laughs> you know, like, no, if he goes like this if he goes like this and, and galaxy wink that's someone, better than zora opening up his eye bro like, Yo, and, and here's the and no, here's, the no, 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 here's the best part you know why this works this, why this, works. this is why this works bro because sanji doesn't ever want to hit a woman but what that's his biggest weakness when he's in a fight with a girl he can't touch oh, them how does he fight them otherwise? He winks at them. Wink, bro. A wink. okay. He winks at them through the bar. Tell me that's not crazy. Yo, bro. That is wild. Bro, that's this wild. is like two steps away from like catcalling, bro. <laughs> I mean, he already he already does it. He already winks at them already. Imagine if he could yeah. just like fire like a blast out of his eye like that. No contact, no physical contact. That's the way. Yeah. That's the that's the trick. I'm telling that's, you, that's hilarious. Though. That is kind of hilarious. <laughs> he just he hasn't used it up until now because he's ashamed of it. That's why he that's why he hasn't done it. So let me ask you, Zach and Recon, do you do you think that Blackbeard was going to use the meta meta no me for himself? Like he was going to take it as his third devil fruit, or was he going to give it to somebody else? No, nah, I think he gives it to somebody else. I think he already has his third. Wait, yeah. I think I, I I think it was originally gonna go to Burgess, just like how it was in the uh Ooh. in in the um in the yeah. in the Dressrosa tournament, how he was it looked like Burgess was gonna get it anyway. So I, I think it was gonna go to still. go to Burgess. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean he has a third devil fruit already? Which one? I think he already has it in his back pocket. Like I think he's already has that zone. Like he's not looking for it anymore. Like it could be it could be the octopus theory that's very well done by evil. Mm -hmm. Um but like the yep. idea that he's already like he's planned this far out and mm -hmm. his arc is coming soon. There's no more time for him to to be like trying to stick in this last fruit. I think yeah. like he's already got it. That was probably his first one. And it could be the reason why he's able to have three in the first place. OK, I agree. I agree. Do you think that Blackbeard has been held out too long in the series? Mm. Not I don't think so. Yeah, we start getting teases of it, you know. Yeah, I don't think at all. I think his his journey is supposed to parallel Luffy's. They should for sure. It should be going the whole time, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and it's um, I think uh, just in the same way as uh as the, if we think about a Kainu, right? Like whenever we actually get to get there, and I know we should we should never like base everything on oh when we get their backstory, it's gonna be insane. But legit for those two characters. When we find out the motive, like what motivates Blackbeard and Akainu, 
it's I feel like we're not going to need all that screen time, right? Like it's uh, when yeah. when 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 their screen time comes, it's going to be amazing. We're going to love it because there's such great on screen presence. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever we get the flashbacks, we're like, oh, OK, no, we get it. Like we got enough. They were great part timers throughout the series. Phenomenal uh, in what they did. But their their time will come. And I feel like Oda was he's al- he was already struggling hard enough to give characters uh, shine. To, up until this point and i feel like blackbeard has had so many iconic moments even with the little screen time that he has that by the time he becomes a full timer again that's when we're gonna be like oh this is why he was keeping blackbeard away for so long yeah uh, it, it's, especially if he really has his third fruit that literally he, could, he couldn't show us blackbeard because he has the the third fruit already so we, we gotta I, we'll, we'll just find out whenever we get there i gotta admit i'm not confident in the backstories anymore just because yeah, of how Kaido? after kaido after man. kaido yeah because yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah. went from like the doflamingo flashback which was yeah. easily the best one for any villain Legendary. in the series mm-hmm. and then we went immediately to kaido's which was like a page yeah. and a half i love big like, moms too i hope yeah, big mom was great yeah big yeah. moms is cool i just hope that it's not like like if we get blackbeard held out for this long or shanks held yeah. out for this long i want yeah. some like expansion as to why yeah. they have been so built up for so long Sure. And I want the 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 impact to impact me, because when I saw yeah. Ka- Kaido, I was like, "Yo, Kaido has been waiting for his flashback since kind of he's been what when they the second fight that they fought." On I would t- say on, 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 even before that, like chapter seven ninety five when he was introduced. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it would have brought us so much right closer. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm kind of like, I know it's yo believe in Oda, right? Believe in Oda. Mm-hmm. He's Oda mm-hmm. for a reason. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know how you guys feel. Like, do you think no, we're you... gonna have like uh, a compressed flashback like Kaido's, or is it gonna be expounded upon? I think for Shanks and Blackbeard specifically, mm-hmm. he has a plan. Like, there's no, there's I, so especially long, for right? Shanks, bro. Like, yeah. uh, Oda, if there's After one what? character, if there's one <laughs> character that I know that Oda's gonna like pu- push him to, um, he's he's gonna make sure Shanks is the goat. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ensure that man gets the screen time he deserves. And Blackbeard too, because Blackbeard is gonna be paralleling Luffy, uh, and Akainu as well. I would say those three that we, we we should have like no worries on the way they're gonna be handled. The one character I'm really curious in regards to at least flashback, um, and whether we're gonna get like a major flashback for, or if it's gonna just tie into the present, is Dragon. In mm. regards to like, are we gonna get yeah. an extensive dragon flashback, or is his flashback gonna be the present day? In regards to, we're gonna find out his motivations, what led to it, but it's not gonna be extensive because what what's actually dragon's driving force is what's currently happening. Like, I'm I'm curious. He's he's the one that I'm not sure of. Yo, dragon gonna, gonna be another buggy, bro. Wow. <laughs> dragon gonna be another buggy. He gonna be the previous buggy of the previous generation. we're probably going to get a a dragon flashback at the very least that shows what's the deal with him and luffy like that we have to get that but we're we may not get like like a two chapter flashback and on by the way i know that we got the kind of shitty kaido flashback in this Mm -hmm. arc but in the same arc we also got the odin flashback which is like arguably one of the best the best yeah so like you know, Oda's. I, I feel like Oda can make make mistakes sometimes, and like for sure, he, he still has a lot of stuff in the pocket. I'm positive mm-hmm. he has Shanks and Blackbeard at the very least. Like Recon said, he's got something planned. There's no way yeah. he doesn't. You for know, sure. yeah. For me, Especially it goes back two. to the goes back to the conversation we had about pacing. I think as long as Oda has everything planned out well and just structures it and paces it the right way, he's gonna. He has everything 
Like, I'm sure he had more to say about Kaido. I just think when it got to that final act, he realized, like, oh, I got to speed things up. Yeah. 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 That that was great. I mean, we'll, we'll find out, man, what Dragon's about. Because right now, Sabo got that clout, bro. Yeah, no, Sabo's <laughs> talk of the town right now, man. He's he's too nasty. <laughs> I, I, I am very interested. I hope... um. I hope with the Kuma stuff that's being brought up in the recent chapter that we actually go back to Kamabaka Kingdom to see what Dragon and Kuma were about to like do. Like when Kuma mm-hmm. was going to show him what he saw. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we don't wait too long for that, bro. Like I don't want Vegapunk's whole arc to go on and then we like have to go back to that. It, it was really like frustrating like i was like oh man like we get to finally find out some information about kuma but most likely it's going to be told through vegapunk right so mm-hmm. i don't know but uh gentlemen it's 7 45 um i know we all have to go i just want to say thank you uh a million thank yous to uh zach and recon and also you hidden for just joining thank in as know. a special guest I try to do these podcasts every week to get different creators to just like meet up and like have a podcast like form of talking instead of mm-hmm. going like nonstop amongst each other. So before you end up going recon, um, please tell everybody where they can find you at. And also, you know, say, say your final words. Yo. So first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. This this was a, so much fun, dude. Like it was, it was a blast. Uh, it's always nice to be able to talk about One Piece, but especially with wonderful individuals like yourselves. Um, it was so many uh, ideas were brought were brought up here that I look forward to continuing to think about because there was some there was some crazy crazy stuff brought up in here that I uh, that I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing if they actually happen in Neckhead Island. Uh, just to add on to the already the insanity that's happening there, um, but it was a very very fun conversation. I appreciate you for having me. And um and nothing but love to uh, to Zach and Hidden as well, but uh, thank you, bro. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, uh, you can find me over at King underscore Recon on YouTube. Uh, we cover the the best selling manga in history uh, every single time the chapter drops, uh, whether it be on Thursday or Friday, because we never know anymore, right? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we but, don't. Um, yeah, we never know. But it's it's uh, nothing but love to the people who bring that story to us. They work so hard uh both officially and unofficially uh so nothing but love to tcbn viz for what they continue to do and i'm um, and i'm so excited for what's about to be happening here on egghead so if you want to follow the journey with me i'm over there on king underscore recon and um yeah that's it man just uh just blessed to be able to experience the final saga weekly you know like this is this is going to be something when we look back on this years from now there's there might be some stuff in this final saga. We might, we might be telling our grandkids. Like I already know I'm gonna tell my grandkids about Gear Five. Let alone <laughs> when like Luffy finds the One Piece, uh, Luffy versus Shanks. Like you know, there's it's just it's a blessing to be a part of this, and um, I couldn't be more excited, man. Yeah, Recon, you're gonna have you know how that video you had of you being excited for an arc and then being upset mm-hmm. at an arc. Mm-hmm. You're gonna mm-hmm. have that over the course of like the One Piece itself, bro. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's gonna blow up again. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Just retweet it every new. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Recon. I, I very much appreciate it. And I hope to have you back, bro. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Uh, Zach, tell us, tell us where you can find you at. And, you know, final words, man. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, my channel is I'm the King. If you want to catch me on Twitter, it's I'm the Zach. But yeah, 
super fun time, man. Like, I love hanging out with you guys and being you guys at, at, in New York City. So, like, chopping it up here just feels like the same exact immaculate vibes we had. So, hey, I'm down to come back oh, anytime. Yeah. Hit me up, man. Yeah, it was like in the movie theaters when we were just going crazy. Yeah. Um, yo, Recon, you should have saw it. We were we were arguing back and forth so loudly. I in think the theater? I, yeah, <laughs> we were we were way too loud, bro. And then oh, Zach okay. is just sitting there between us, like, because <laughs> <laughs> oh. we were going like first take, like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Oh man, standing up in the middle of the theater. Yeah, <laughs> the guy in the back of us was just going. He was just laughing. Yeah, got me out of bro. Cracking up, dude. Yeah, everybody oh, that was is staring. hilarious. Yeah. The moment, the moment I challenged you in Gears of War, that's when it went down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. You know, Zach, been a fan for you a long time as well, man. So I just want to say thank you. It was wonderful meeting you at Comic-Con. I'm sure Sebastian feels the same. And, like, I think when we talked about it, too, you know, we talked, like, who is, like, the the most comfortable to be around, like, content creators-wise. And, like, you were up there between the ones that we said. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. And then um, Hidden, you know, we combined, we collabed so much. We're friends in real life. So, you know, tell tell the people where they can find you and yeah. final words. Well, first off, Larry, thank you. Thank you for having me today. I mean, we we spoke yesterday. You you already know how much love I got for your channel. Thank you. And and yeah, everyone out there, like it, it's always a pleasure hanging out with with Larry and Seb. And and honestly, today was it was a, a pleasure. I was only here for a short time, but I'm just I'm very happy I could talk to you, Zach and Recon. You guys are great too, Zach. You know. I, I was just singing your praises yesterday about Comic-Con. I was I was telling them, I was like, yo, bro, Zach was so chill. Was, it was so cool meeting you guys. Like, we had never spoken before, and then we practically spent the entire day together. The yeah. entire like, day. just clicked right away. It was just that, so cool, man. Yo, Recon, you got to join up with us next time. For sure, bro. Yeah. Yo, I was going to go up there, but I'm currently dealing with my peg leg situation. So <laughs> I, I was, trust me, I was I was talking yeah. to Par. I was like, bro, I, I, I want to go up there so bad. But I, I just I just wasn't able to physically. Hey man, there's gonna be so many so many opportunities. A lot of this stuff happens in New York, and I'm a New York native, so like you know, mm-hmm. you catch me at those things like for sure. I'm sure that Larry and them will be pulling up, Par will be pulling up. So it's always a great mm-hmm. time. And uh, I, I just want to say, you know, for you guys out there that want to find me, my channel is the Hidden Island. So if you look it up on YouTube, it'll be the first thing that comes up. You just type in the Hidden Island on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the hidden island except the i is spelt with an l because someone else took my at already so you guys can find me there the links in the description so you don't need to worry about all that but you know check me out on there i got i got cool stuff on the way so Yo, thank you thank you for having me recon if i yeah. get a kangaroo patch a pouch and your your leg is still messed up i'm gonna put you in there bro and i'll just carry oh yeah i'll put you on my back whatever yes, but sir. Thank the you body so much. Cast, like Sanji carrying him over the shoulder. <laughs> like, that'll be the cosplay. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. I'm wearing bandages. <laughs> yeah. But listen, guys, oh, thank you again for joining me. And it was a blast. Uh, I hope we could get together very, very soon. For sure, yeah, for sure brother. All right. Great to come back. Enjoy All the right, rest guys. of your day, guys. See you later. Yep. You too, brother. Peace out. Jana, Jana. Take care. See you. Oh, man. So everybody thank you for joining us today um it was my great honor to like just host um this type of event wait my camera's not working oh it's not working because i'm in discord all right my bad so you can't see me right now but (laughs) hold on
you can't see me right now but i just want to say thank you to everybody that came through uh very much appreciated um let me just throw myself into discord that way like you guys can see me hold on that way i don't look like a like a jerk all right can you guys see me yeah all right so i just want to say uh thank you so much guys for joining us on this great episode of that one piece talk uh the secret voice entry episodes great people to talk to you know md king aka zach the hidden island his name is zach and then king recon who basically i just met today like i can't even tell you how much it meant to me but also to the overall people that are going to be listening on spotify and stuff such like that so what i'm going to do is i'm going to put timestamps on this video later and then i'm going to place all their links in the description of the video below so you guys can have it but other than that thank you so much for you thank you so much for joining us and i'm probably gonna go on twitch later and play some apex so enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest of your night